Hey yo, welcome to According to Josie. It's your girl Josie, and we're back. Now it's Friday instead of Wednesday, so I'm kind of happy. And uh, let me fix this mic real quick so you guys can hear me better. I feel like this thing doesn't let you hear me. Here we go. Ah, uh, what's up? Okay, so I kind of want to talk to you guys about, you know, things about me on this episode. I haven't shared, I mean, I did share things about me, but I haven't shared, like, you know, some details about me. I feel like you guys, like, hear my story and things that I've been through, but I don't know. I guess you don't know, like, a few things of me. Um, so I kind of want to get into that. But before I do all of that, I mean, this week has been crazy. Crazy. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I can't even begin. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about how things into this week went. Okay, so this past weekend I went on a girls getaway with my mother in law and my two sisters um for my sister in law's birthday. And we had a good time. We went to a Korean barbecue, which is awesome. If you've never been, I recommend it. Um, myself, I'm allergic to like seafood and stuff, but I still went there and I had a good time. I ate a lot of meat. <laughs> it was a lot different steaks and stuff, so it was pretty good. Uh, we went over there. We went swimming in the pool, the hotel. Um, yes, we were social distancing. We were all like wearing masks, not to swim, but we, we had masks and everybody had their own spot like for the pool. So it's all good. And, uh, at this pool we were swimming. We had a good time though. We were swimming and I had water go up my nose, but you know, I didn't mind it. I mean, it just, you know, the feeling went away that I had water in my nose and whatnot. So it was fine. Um, we went out to eat. We had a good weekend. Overall, it was a great weekend. We came back, and on Mondays, I work at my dance studio. So it was like, you know, I'm getting ready. The The date started. You know, after you go on a getaway kind of vacay, like mini weekend vacation, and you come back, you come back a little more like unwind. You're relaxed. The week is starting very great. You're, you know, you're sure that you're gonna have a great day. So that was me Monday. I had, I had woken up and I was like, yeah, I got this. I mean, this is awesome. I'm having a great day so far and everything. I was talking to my friends and I was telling them how my classes were gonna go, things that I had planned. I mean, I was excited for the week. It was, it was great. I'm on the way to work now and. I tap on my nose and it feels like a little like echo almost like a I don't know it feels like there's something in my nose and I kid you not maybe like 10 seconds after I feel this pressure I mean pressure like something is piercing my nose like something is like is is so so bad I mean I I was bawling without wanting to like I was crying 
So the pressure started on the bridge of my nose, on my upper lip, and my gums, my upper gums. I could not feel them. They were numb. Like that part was like numb. Like it was, it felt numb. Like it just, I couldn't feel it. So I'm like, what did I just do to my face? Like, did I break my nose because I pressed too hard? I know like in my head, I was like, come on, Jesse, you did not break your nose. Like, what the freak? You didn't do that. Come on. You can't, you can't break your nose by doing that, right? I sent a text to my friend. I'm like, I know you can't do that. I, I'm I'm not that dumb. You can't break your nose. So that happened about nine minutes away from the studio. So I'm still driving. I didn't stop driving. I kept going even though I had that pain in my face. But the pain and the pressure was terrible. I was like, I just need to get through these classes. And then I go home and figure out what happened. I go to the studio and I'm in there. As soon as I get there, I just, I, I, it, the pain is just escalated. It went me crazy. So I went in the bathroom. I tried to like suck it up, you know, like toughen it out. I was like, come on, you can do it. Just get through it. But I couldn't. The pain was so bad. So when they, and that was the first time, like, they have seen me cry at the studio. They don't really see me cry. I'm pretty much like the bubbly person. So I knew they knew that there was something wrong. So they helped me out. I had some migraine medicine. I had to call my husband to come get me because I couldn't drive back. Um, so that day was ruined. I felt like a total failure, like I had failed everybody because I had misclassed. So I was like, man, like, I don't even know what did I do. So I had a, a big, big migraine also coming with that. And on the way back home, I had a small anxiety attack in the car with my husband I'm not going to talk and I'm not going to get into the details with that. But I did have one. And it was mainly because, I don't know, I guess I was freaking out about what was going on with my nose. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what happened on, on that time. I got home and it was still going on. So I just went in the room and laid in the dark and just tried to, like, suck it up. Because I had gotten medicine already. I had gotten um, like massages on my face, suppresses so I can like the pressure could go away. And it wasn't working. So I got really irritated and I was like, you know what? Forget it. Let me sit in this bed. I'm going to lay down. That's it. I, I, I just, I'll figure it out in a second. So I did that. And I want to take a hot shower. That helped some. And, I mean, if if, if it helped enough for me to fall asleep. Now, the rest of the week went with me having extreme headaches. Is that how you said it? (laughs) Extreme headaches? Or headaches. Yes, I'm saying it right. Headaches. And I had 
I mean, it was crazy. And my nose was still acting up. I, it still acts up, but now I'm, I'm medicated, so it's fine. I mean, it was, it was bad. Um, I had like kind of play around with it. So every time I'll go teach, I'll take the medication right before, like maybe 30 minutes before. So it kicks in while I'm teaching. That way it doesn't hurt me while I'm teaching. And then when I'm done, then I'll just go back at it and take some more. Um, and that worked for me. And then um, now it's just kind of going away. I just think I had a sinus infection. And, but I'm not going to the doctor right now <laughs> because, you know, it's it's I freak out about going to hospitals, especially around this time right now with all the stuff going on. And plus, we don't all have ins- like we all do. We all, uh, we all don't have health insurance. So right now I'm working on that. And, you know, I will go there. I I had a consult, so that's going to work out. But that's how my week went. Pretty crazy. And it was, I had thought, I literally had thought that I had broken my nose. So that was a bummer for the whole week. Like, I was like, how do you even think that you broke a nose? Come on, that's just ridiculous. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> so that's how my week went. I hope all of your week for everyone went pretty great. I I don't know. I feel like in the midst of feeling like that and hurting and whatever, I was still okay. I was still like very optimistic. I was like, I know this is going to go away. So... I'm not going to say it was the most horrible week of my life, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> so there you have it, my week in like maybe 10 minutes, maybe more. I don't even know. Like the way I record this, it doesn't tell me the actual time. It just shows me the counts. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, But yeah, you guys, I kind of want to get into some questions about myself. Uh, even though it sounds a little bit narcissistic, I kind of do want to share my some of of me with you guys. This episode is going to be fun. I don't know. I feel like it's, it will be some fun. <laughs> I had some friends on Facebook ask me as well. So I will um, answer those questions as well. But before I get into these questions... I know you're saying like, oh, but too many buts. I want to share something really quick that does happen to people that are just starting a podcast, just starting basically any project that you have to deal with interactions on social media. So I had asked on my socials, what are your assumptions about me? And I wanted to make this episode about that, but I didn't get anything and I know a lot of people, a lot of people know me, not saying that I'm like famous or whatever, but I do have a lot of friends and family, and I feel like those people should be the first ones to support you, you know, not not just like really random 
followers, but people that have known you for quite a bit, you know, like you ask them, hey, ask me something about myself or assume something about me. And you think that, you know, you'd get a bigger response because of the people that you know. But I guess it's not like that. And I think it happens also to all the people that are now just starting a podcast or just starting a YouTube channel or just starting anything that has to do with social interactions. I don't think you get them right away. And um, I think it's, I don't know, odd sometimes to for other people to like ask something for you because you they don't know you as an like an influencer they don't know you as a podcaster so of course it takes time for them to warm up to you and like ask again even though they already know you in person and stuff and I'm not like throwing shots at anybody just putting it out there that not every single time or not the very first time you're gonna get a whole bunch of questions it doesn't happen like that um maybe it does for some people but at least on my part, it hasn't happened. and But I will keep at it. Um, I do like to have a lot of interactions on social media with my friends. So it will happen sometime. Maybe not right now, but it will happen. So to make this episode more interesting, I googled some questions that I can answer about myself. Not that people asked when... Somebody asked. I had two friends ask. So I had two questions. Out of that whole week, I asked you to, not you, but other people to ask me questions. Now, if you have any questions for me, um, I do have a Facebook page called A2J Podcast. Um, I do have another, a Twitter page called A2Josie Podcast. And then my regular Instagram, because I don't have an Instagram for this podcast, it's called uh, Life as Josie Harris. So if you guys want to find me there and, you know, shoot some questions my way, I'm always open and always respectful about it. I'm not throwing shots at anybody. Let me say that again. Anyways, so let's get in it with the questions because, you know, I kind of want to start already. Anyways, first question. What is your full name? Okay. So my full name right now is Jasmarie Harris. But before I got married, it was Jasmarie Castro Rosario. And Castro is from my father and Rosario is from my mom. And I mean, it it was a long name. <laughs> it was, it's a really long name. Jasmarie Castro Rosario. Ooh, compared to Jasmarie Harris is very, very, you have one last name difference, but it sounds so long because my 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 regular name, because Josie is my nickname. Everybody calls me Josie, but my regular, like my actual name is Jasmarie. But I don't know, I, it just, it sounds very long. And then you add those two last names. Man, it's too long. But Josh Marie Harris is my actual name. What does your name mean? Hmm. My name, I don't know if it means something. I could Google it, but I'm not going to. But um, 
my name was made by my grandma. So my grandma put my mom's name and my dad's name together. Now, my dad's name is Jose and my mom's name is Maria. And instead of calling me Jose Maria, she was like, let's mix it and put it together and say Jazz Marie. And it sounds, uh, to me, is a really creative way to come up with a name. And I really like it. And I like it a lot because, you know, she gave it to me. And my grandma's like the best ever. So, yeah. Does your name make any interesting anagrams? Whoa, I just dropped my phone. I don't know. Does it? I'm not I'm not gonna get into that. Well, I can. Where's a pen? I need a pen. I I'm never ready for these type of questions. Hold up. Never, ever, ever. I'm ready for these. I'm getting a paper rise. Hold on. Let's see. We're we're gonna make our own anagram because I don't have one. And I don't think they have one either. Not for my name. Let's see. <laughs> you can hear me right. Okay, so for J, what should we do for J? Um, whoa. Um, I can say maybe... <laughs> I can say maybe... J just just awesome I say that just awesome and for o um just awesome and then for o I should do oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh there you go just awesome. Oh my gosh. For S, I should do simply funny. Because I think I am funny. And for M, I should do um, I don't know. I don't know why I should do for M. Oh my gosh. For M, I should do maybe. Um, whoa. I don't know what to put an M. Mad? Mad. Mad skilled. <laughs> okay. And then for A, I should pick. Uh, I put always happy. So just awesome. Oh my gosh. Simply funny. Mad skilled. Always happy. For R. Um, oh my gosh. I don't know what to do. For R. I put relentless. Because, you know, I always be relentless about things that I chase. So I think that's good. Um, for I, oh my gosh, incredibly creative. 
And for E, it should be... <laughs> uh, I don't know, for E. Emotional. <laughs> oh, I think this is great. Okay, so the best anagram, if that's the thing that you come up with. Is that a thing? Is that an anagram? Is that what an anagram means? Maybe I took it the wrong way. Maybe I didn't. Okay, so... Just awesome, oh my gosh, simply funny, mad skilled, always happy, relentless, incredibly creative, and emotional. Best anagram ever for Joss Marie. If your name is Joss Marie, take notes. This is for you. Where are you from is the next question. I am from Puerto Rico. I think I said that in my very first episode. But yeah, I'm from San Juan, Puerto Rico. And I've been there since I took my first breath. I am not in there right now, but that is my home. Where do you grow up? Of course, Puerto Rico. <laughs> I just said that. Why did I ask that same question? Anyways, but yeah, I grew up in Puerto Rico. It was a very interesting way growing up over there than growing up here. Um, very different, very different. And not the same, very similar. So weird. Um, but I had a, you know, I'm not going to say I'm super old, but I'm, come on, I'm I'm about to turn 25. So my childhood was very different than the childhood that is now. I think I had a lot of time to myself back then. And I did have a lot of friends, but we always came up with ways of playing. There was no phones, like, I was too young for a phone, so I didn't have one. There was no tablets. Um, there was computers. Like, we had desktops or whatever, but we had times assigned to that, and I couldn't be on the, on the desktop all day. So, yeah, there's that. And uh, what are your best characteristics? I think that my best characteristics are that... I'm loud because I am a loud person. Um, I've gotten before where I don't know how to whisper. And I think that's true. I mean, I can whisper. It's just, I don't know. And then I guess when people are Hispanic or whatever, they're quote unquote um, loud by default. So I guess that's one of my characteristics. I'm loud. Um, I'm always making jokes. I I try sometimes to like be serious. And I think that's why some people don't take me as serious as I would like. But it's like just I always I'm very humorous. I like to laugh a lot. I think I enjoy being happy all the time. Um, and another one would be I'm very art driven. I'm very... Everything that I do is pretty much art-related. Like, I'm a dance teacher. Dancing is art. I like to draw art. You know, it's every pretty much everything that I like to do has to do with art. And, yeah, that's my three top characteristics. Because I don't have a best one. Maybe just, I don't know, laughing a lot would be my best one. What are your favorite things about yourself? 
Um, favorite things about me. Favorite things about me is that I never stop creating. There's always, there's always something that I'm always creating. Whether it's I take the day to paint on my skateboard like I did this week. Or I take time on, I don't know, doing different things. I always do that. I'm always creating something. I think that's one of my favorite things about myself. And other is that I always care about other people. I never do something that without somebody in mind. Like I do something, whatever I'm doing, I'm always very careful. I'm always very aware of everyone. I, I never do something without caring about someone. I think that's something favorite about me. You know, I don't like to be, I don't like the feeling of being left out. So I don't like leaving anyone out. If that makes sense. I don't know. Which of your parents are you closest to? I was the closest to my father. And we weren't best friends. So we're like, I was the closest to my dad. But we weren't like this, the closest ever. But I, I always clung more to my dad than my mom. And, but we were like, we were best friends. Yeah, we were close and we always talked and stuff. But it, it's, it's a different kind of close. It's like not, not as close, but still close. If it, I don't know. I think I, it doesn't make sense. So like, I always clinged more to my dad, even though we weren't super, 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 super close. Yeah, we were close and we called each other and we talked, but it was not like an everyday thing or, you know, something like that. But it was more my dad and um, sadly he passed away, so I don't have that. So I, I cherish my mom more now because of that. I mean, I cherished my mom before, but I don't have my dad. So now she's, you know, I had to be with her and I, I want to keep her close to me. More close than I had with my dad because, you know. Um, which of your parents are you more like? I am definitely more like my mom. I sometimes argue a lot. <laughs> and my mom argues a lot all the time. But I sometimes do. Um, I go for whatever I want. And that's pretty much what my mom is and does. Um, my dad, on the other hand, he knew what he wanted. He just didn't go for it. Uh, at least on my eyes, on my perspective. Maybe he tried. Um, but my mom always went for what she wanted to get. And she got it. And I, and I feel like I'm more like that. I go for what I want whenever I want to. And um, she has that kind of spirit. I feel like more close to her on that side. I feel like I'm more like her. Plus, I look like her. I look like my dad a lot, too. But I don't know. I'm just, I feel more like my mom. Are your grandparents still married? My grandparents-in-law, they are my actual grandparents. They have both passed, sadly. But, yeah. 
they are amazing. My in-laws are great. Let's see. What would your parents name you if you were the opposite gender? Probably Jose. Every single male in my family is called Jose. My brother is Jose. My younger brother is Armando Jose. My dad is Jose. Um, I have a few cousins. Their names are Jose, too. Too many Jose's in my family. And I'm pretty sure that if I was a boy, I'd probably be called Jose, too. Um, whoa, this is a, a drop here. What is your best physical feature? Best physical feature. Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe my smile. Maybe I was very, very, and I will have an episode about this. I was very, very, um, conscious about my smile before because of, you know, cavities or whatever. And I had like a, I had one that was visible. So it was like, I was, I was so self-conscious about that. But I think my best feature would have been my smile on my eyes. Um, my husband tells me I have like cartoon looking eyes. So my eyes also. Um, what is your biggest accomplishment? My biggest accomplishment, first and foremost, was being saved. I think if I wasn't saved, I wouldn't be where I am today. So that's one of my biggest accomplishments was just standing tall, coming forward, and being baptized. I think that was one of the best moments in my life and one of my greatest accomplishments. Also, being a mom is one of my greatest accomplishments as well. I dreamed of being a mom, a mom for a long time, for a very, very long time. And uh, when I had the opportunity to be CJ's mom, I was like so ecstatic to have somebody look up to me. And it's crazy. When you become a parent, it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, that's two of my best accomplishments. And being married as well. But that was more of a best memory ever in my life was being married and being baptized as well. So that's a little bonus. What is your biggest regret? Hmm. Biggest regret. Biggest regret would have been not going to Puerto Rico while my dad was alive. Um, I think about that maybe a couple times during the week or a couple times during a month um, because my my son never got to know him in person and it's not the same in cameras. And my son was like two years old when when we saw him on camera or he was a year old when he saw him on camera so he didn't have a lot of memories yes I do keep um pictures and I will show him and um look that's your abuelo abuelito and you know keep him in his memories but 
that's one of my biggest regrets that I didn't get to go back while he was alive. So he seen my son and see how I am now. I think that's one. And another one of my biggest regrets, and it's a it's a thing, it's a constant thing, is how uh like I don't take chances sometimes and I regret them later. And it's a constant regret. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a only thing. It's not a thing I can say, oh, I regret this. It's more like I regret the fact that I don't take my chances sometimes. I think that's a fair answer, I think. What is your eye color? My eye color is brown. Uh, sometimes with different types of makeup or it depends of um, where I'm wearing. My eye color changes a little bit. It gets a little bit lighter. Um, but so far, like, it's just nice brown. And I love brown eyes. My husband's brown eyes are the best. I love him. I love him, of course. But I love his eyes. His eyes are so beautiful. And in the light, they look even better. So, But my eyes are brown. Sorry for, you know, getting off topic right there. What inspires you? What inspires me is people that don't quit. People that don't quit inspire me a thousand percent. People that are very encouraging of one another inspire me. And my kids, I ha I know I have only one son, but I teach different ages. I teach, uh, I teach a lot of kids, and they inspire me. When And then let me say, let me, I'm not going to re rephrase it, but I'm going to put it like this. When I teach class, I'm giving a part of something that I create to them. And coming the next week to teach them again and seeing that they remembered or seeing that they weren't home and practice. Or being excited overall for what I'm going to do, like teach them. Or being excited because they got a move that I taught them. Just the fact that I taught them some something and it meant something to them inspires me. And it always, and it, and it will always be that way. Because I feel like I always, um, it, it may seem like I don't do enough. Or it might seem in my head, of course. It may seem that I'm just, you know, like, I don't know, I'm losing my mind sometimes. When I see that, it puts me back on track. It puts me back on track. It inspires me to do more. People that have accomplished from nothing inspire me. So a bunch, a bunch of people that create also inspire me. It's just people that overcome. Let's say that. As a, as a big answer, people that overcome inspire me. People that overcome illnesses, um, people that overcome situations, anything. Anything that they overcome. Overcomers are my inspire, inspiration. Whoops, almost said it wrong. <laughs> What is the most important thing in your life? The most important thing in my life is my family. My family, family is everything. Family is everything, always. And I am so fortunate to have the family that I have now. 
Um, we do a lot of things together. We're crazy together. And I think that God sent me this family. And I say it this way because we're it's like a perfect match. You know when you are, you know, looking for that piece in your puzzle and you find it and you put it in and it just fits? It's exactly like that. I was scattered somewhere in the world. I came to America and found them. And not just my husband. I created my own family, yes. But my husband's family is family to me as well. And to to see that somebody matches your energy as much as they match mine is incredible. And it's something that doesn't happen all the time. And it's something that is very unusual. I I think I think that finding your same energy and finding your tribe is something that should be cherished all the time. And I cherish my family all the time, regardless of whatever situations or regardless of whatever anything. Family's family and I love them. And they are the most important thing in my life right now. More than money, more than Houses, more than cars, more than anything. Let's say. What has required the most courage in you, of you in your life so far? Moving. I covered an entire episode of me moving from Puerto Rico to the U.S. That required the most courage out of me, mostly because it was a... It, it was a by myself move. I was 18. I took that plane first time by myself. I was by myself the whole time during the process until I got with my friends in the U.S. So going through that process by myself required a whole level of courage ever. Um... It, I did have a lot of courage. It took a lot of courage in me to give birth. Because giving birth takes a lot. And you think, oh yeah, just wishing for it is different than going through it. So I had to be encouraged a lot at the end. Like whenever I was about to like give birth. I was sick as well. I had the flu. So I mean, it it, it required a lot. But I think the most courage that I had ever gotten, like I've ever had to have, was moving over here at 18. That's that's it, period. Let's see. Who is your favorite actor? Favorite actor? Besides it being my celebrity crush would have been um, Chadwick Boseman. He was very great. And he took every role to heart. Every role that he had was amazing. And he put everything that he had into it. And that is solely why he was my favorite. And, you know. Ugh. It's it's very a pain. It's it, it hurts a lot to know that he went through all of that, 
And, you know, none of us knew that, that he was going through that. He was doing it with so much poise and his job was so strong and that you never knew that he was sick. So that's also another one of the points of why he was my favorite. Who is your favorite celebrity? Favorite celebrity? Celebrity. Hmm. I would say Shaq. Like Shaquille O'Neal. He is hilarious. And I think he has a great sense of humor. And I think I do as well. So I think he's one of my favorites just because he makes me laugh a lot. Him and Kevin Hart. I don't know. Basic. I don't know. It's not basic. That's normal, I think. But those two. Who is your favorite musician? Musician. So I had an era of my life where I listened to Aurora for a long time. Aurora was one of my favorite musicians of all time, I think. Like that one time I just listened to their music. On repeat, no other artist, just her. I think she was one of my favorites. Um, as of current, I don't have a favorite. I do listen to a lot of people. Um, yeah, I don't have I don't have a favorite right now as of this moment. What was your favorite childhood memory? Okay, so favorite childhood memory is I don't know if you guys know well you guys know what turnovers are I hope you do okay so at my grandma's house every summer me and my brother will go stay there for the summer and for the entire summer not just for a little bit so when we get there my grandma had this kitchen cabinet set up just for us she had a kitchen cabinet set up with like cereals that we liked and cookies and juices and everything. And everything was for us. And she loved spoiling us. And I remember my favorite childhood memory was watching Dragon Tales with my brother every morning with a cup of fruit punch Kool-Aid and a, tur a pizza turnover every morning. And that was my favorite memory of, of, of my childhood because it was so, I would say pure. It was so innocent and it was so family-based. It was just me, my brother, my grandma, and my uncle just sitting in, the, in front of the TV in the mornings, watching the TV while they read the newspapers, and we would just drink Kool-Aid and eat pizza turnovers. I wish sometimes I could go back to those times. They were simple, simple times. I love those times. They were amazing and I miss them. What is your favorite color? My favorite color is yellow. Yellow is a happy color. I'm a happy person. Put two and two together, you know. Just saying... Yeah, but yellow is my favorite color. Golden, kind of yellow. The golden kind. Like honeycomb golden, honey looking. That's my favorite. My favorite color. 
Um, what is your favorite cultural activity? Okay, so in Puerto Rico, we have... Um, is, it, is it Independence of Puerto Rico? Uh, November 19, if I'm not mistaken. Um, in school, we do... We used to do all these, um, like, show-and-tells and, tells and uh, week of the the Puerto Rican week and stuff like that. So we used to dress up in our attires, like Puerto Rican attires, like Boricua attires. So we'd wear pavas, which is like a hat for the boys, white button-up shirt, pants, and a machete. And for girls would be um, a shirt that goes from um, the shoulders. So you can see the girl's shoulders. It's like a strapless almost. And a long, long skirt that we used to dance with and like move it and open it. It's like a fan. It was amazing. And then the way that that week ended was like there was a big celebration. Everybody came together. We would show our dances, like our national like national looking dances, like that represents our country and what we do and where we're from and stuff like that. So I think that is one of my favorite, that's one of my favorite activities, like celebrating being Puerto Rican, celebrating being Taino, all of that, celebrating that, I think is my favorite. What is your favorite drink? Right now, my favorite drink is Snowberry Piss Pea. Who sound like sip piss? Snowberry Peas Tea. Snowberry Peas Tea. Um, I had it a long, long time ago and then I recently started drinking it and I've been hooked and I've been drinking it almost every day. So yeah, snowberry tea. Um, what is your favorite food? My favorite food is breadsticks from Olive Garden with Alfredo sauce from Olive Garden. Um... I like Alfredo as well, Alfredo pasta, and pizza. Pretty much, that's my favorite. Just pizza. I like bagels with cream cheese, but that's not my favorite food. And that's like a favorite snack-ish. What is your favorite holiday destination? And Now, with this question. Holiday as in holiday... Like Christmas holiday or a holiday as in we're going on holiday like Peppa Pig. Like they go on a like a trip. Hmm. Had to answer this question. I'm going to answer it both ways. So for Christmas, ideally Puerto Rico. Just because I haven't been there in a long time. And the Christmassy feel in Puerto Rico is way different than America. So I would definitely love to be in Puerto Rico for Christmas. Now for holiday, as in a going away vacation type holiday, I would say Hawaii because I love Hawaii. I've always wanted to be there. Um, I don't know. It's just a place that I've always wanted to be and go to. And I've never been. So Hawaii most definitely for a vacation and in Puerto Rico for actual Christmas holiday. 
And what is the name of your favorite restaurant? Ooh, favorite name for my favorite restaurant. You guys already, it's Olive Garden. Pretty basic. Olive Garden is my favorite. So yeah, there you have it. Olive Garden. <laughs> All right, so now I want to jump into these questions that I had from my friends. Um, this this was on my Facebook page. I asked my friends to ask a question while I was recording. So let's pull these up really quick. And here we go. Now, one in this question. Somebody said, my friend Sean actually said, where did Josie's dance journey start? And how long did it take you to get to where you are now? So my dance journey started when I was 17. I started dancing when I was 12, but it was a very hobby-like. It was not a career that I was pursuing. It was more of a project, something that I was doing with friends. And then I'll stop. I never had a training in a studio. Like I never had a studio training. It was mostly like street-based with my friends or TV or videos like YouTube. But when I turned 17, I figured that was something I wanted to follow. And it was something I wanted to follow and it and it kind of makes me happy. It was something I wanted to follow because of me being stubborn. Okay, so at 17, I wanted to be a dancer. And my father had told me that I was not going to be one. That it was not going to do anything for me. And that I was not going to be able to achieve anything. And you know sometimes it the, that voice comes from not because he doesn't know it. Because he hates dance. It's most because we're in a family where people don't believe that. And if you're in a family where people don't believe that. That is what's going to come out of your mouth towards someone else. And I feel like that's what happened with my dad. Not everybody... Because we have people in my family that made it by um, playing guitar. And playing guitar and, and dancing are art. So they just didn't have a dancer in their family, so they didn't see that. So, of course, they're not going to believe that you can make it. Okay, so he he had told me that, and me being stubborn, I was like, I'm going to pull, prove you wrong because that's what I want to be, and you don't want me to be that. So I followed that as hard as I could because I there was things coming my way telling me that I couldn't be and I wanted to prove that I could. So it started that way. Started with a um, street crew called No Name and I still, I'm still friends with them. They're amazing people. I'm so happy to have been a part of that and to still be a part of their lives and they're a part of mine. Um, we're just not a crew anymore, but we used to be. And that was my very first actual dance crew ever. And I'm so thankful for being there and for having that opportunity. Now, it took me about three years to take a step. So I was in my senior year when I joined the crew. Then I had a year of... Uh, university and I was still 
with them, but it wasn't as much. And then the year after, I took the step to actually move out. So while I was still in school, I had dropped out of school to go do dance. But I was in school for quite a bit. Um, and now, like, it had taken me, it has taken me five years, almost, yeah, five, six years to be where I am now. I have been here for seven years almost and it has taken me about five years to be where I am um the first the first two years I was mainly like battle focus it was more about battling and then I got introduced into a studio world and it was it changed me it want it changed my perspective and what I wanted to do with dance and how I wanted to do it and then it took like more time for me to train and know what I'm doing and even now that I'm a still a teacher I'm still learning I'm still learning of other ways to teach other ways to implement different street styles and things like that I'm still learning and I will never say I'm perfect and the best way that someone can be in the best humble way someone can be is that to always be a student and always take criticism and always learn and you know it's always like that so it, it has taken me a, a quite a while to get where I am now especially with taking like I think I, I took a year off because of uh when I had my kid so I will say about five years My four or five years has taken me to be where I am now. My other friend Miller said, what do you miss the most about Puerto Rico? The food. I miss the food. The food from home. I miss it so much. It's ridiculous sometimes how much I miss food. And then the thing is, like, I try to recreate it, but some of the ingredients are not here and I can't find them here maybe I'm not in a place that is Hispanic enough where they sell all the stuff that they sell in Puerto Rico but the food man miss it and the beach food and the beach I miss my family but I miss the beach and food and um yeah that's that's pretty much what I do like food over there my favorite food over there is um mofongo And here, I just don't seem to get it right just yet. And I miss it so much. And I can't wait till I go back so I can eat <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, guys, that was all for today's episode. I am so, so excited to be back now on Monday. Um, Mondays. Now on Fridays with you guys. Because... I don't know. I feel like now I can chill, unwind, talk to you guys. It's the weekend. I mean, it's awesome. It's all it's all great. So I just want to say thank you to you guys for listening to this episode and chilling here with me for a little while. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I enjoy talking to you guys every week. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. Um, you can... Listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts 
on Spotify, on SoundCloud, and Anchor FM. Now, if you'd like to, I have a donations tab on my Anchor FM, and you can donate if you'd like. It will help me tons with building up my podcast studio. Also, you can leave me questions on my Facebook page, which is A2J Podcast. You can leave me some questions on my Twitter, which is A2Josie Podcast, and my personal Instagram, Life as Josie Harris. Have a great, great weekend and beginning of your week. I'll talk to you guys next Friday. Take care. Peace.